Hello, my name is Jenna, and welcome to Security Small Talk. With Valentine's Day being tomorrow, I want to talk about romance scams, because these scams are very prevalent right now, as well as around Christmas and New Year's, or those big holidays where people really don't want to be alone. You might also know these scams as catfishing. People falling for these scams often lose around $4,500, which ends up being a staggering $1.3 billion lost to romance scams in a year. So let's get into how you can avoid falling for one of these romance scams. These people typically reach out through dating apps and express a big interest in something that is a common denominator throughout your dating profile. For example, if you really like traveling, they might say, oh, I've been to nine countries around the world, this was my favorite, and list off several touristy attractions for that location that are easily findable online and saying, oh, I will take you there one day. This is an easy way that attackers make themselves likable and make you feel like they are like you. A big part of this scam is making you feel comfortable with the scammer and making you feel as though they are just like you. But seeing as we are talking about scammers, what is their hook? Well, their purpose is to try to get you to give them some money. And common lines that these scammers use are, I or someone close to me is sick hurt or in jail. I can teach you how to invest your money and grow it. I am in the military far away, or I need help with an important delivery. All of these, except for I am in the military, have to deal with you sending them money. Maybe an emergency came up and their car was broken down and it's in the shop and they have no way to get to work tomorrow. And so they ask you for $4,000. They ask you maybe, hey, I need an advance on my medication. I need $75. And because they've already developed this rapport with you on liking something similar, you feel as though you can trust them to pay you your money back. And so you send them the money. Normally, attackers will ask you to send money to them through cryptocurrency, bank wire transfers or payments, gift cards, or payment apps or services. And that is because most of these are very easily easily accessible for a lot of people, but they're also hard to trace. Bank wire transfers, once that money leaves your account, there's no way for you to get it back. Cryptocurrency, again, there's no way to get your money back after you've transferred the cryptocurrency from your wallet. Gift cards are practically untraceable and many payment apps cannot help you after you've been scammed because you willingly sent that money over. So how should we avoid these scams and falling for scams like these? Well, the first is to make sure that if you meet someone on a dating app, keep the conversation on the dating app until you are able to either FaceTime or meet with this person that you're talking to in person. And the reason why is because attackers love to make you feel more comfortable by saying, hey, let's talk over text, WhatsApp, Messenger, or email. And that is because a lot of our everyday communications are over these apps. And so by taking you out of the dating app, the attacker is also making you feel more comfortable. You should also watch out for attackers or people that you're talking to moving fast in their relationships. 
by saying, oh, I already feel like we are so connected and this is just amazing. That's something to watch out for. You also need to think about what you're saying to the scammer because as I said earlier with, for example, the love of traveling, the attacker will take what you love and what you're excited about and mirror it back to you. It may not be something that they are authentically interested in, but because they want you to trust them, they pretend as though they are interested in it. Attackers will also consistently use nicknames or variations of honey, sweetie, beautiful, because they are sending the same messages to multiple people. And by changing the name in each one, they might slip up. So watch out for those pet names. A big red flag is if you are talking with someone online and they refuse to meet in person or hop on a video call. This is a big one where that I'm in the military line that we talked about a little bit earlier comes into effect because attackers don't want you to realize that what they don't look like their profile, but also people often say, oh, if they're in the military, I can trust them. We look at the military as a trusted personnel. So the attackers are trying to gain that trust that we associate with the military. What you should also do is once you have enough pictures or enough data is see if you can find the person online. Nowadays, it's almost impossible to be online without leaving a trail. And so after you get their last name, you want to look them up on Facebook, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, and see how far back their profile goes. If their profile is rather new, then you know, eh, maybe this guy's a scammer. But if it goes back years and years and years, then it's a pretty good indicator that whoever you're talking to is a legitimate person. And last but not least, never send money through a dating app. Never send money to someone you're just meeting through a dating app. You want to make sure that you have that rapport. And remember, no is a complete sentence. So if you see one of these scams online, how should you report it? You can always call the FTC at 1-877-382-4357 or go online to ftc.gov complaint to report the scammer. Remember, it's not your fault that you're being scammed. However, you can help other people avoid getting scammed just by reporting it. Thank you for joining me today for this week's episode of Security Smell Talk. And remember, you need to think safe to be safe.